Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, Darren the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You are listening to this probably, not you guys specifically, I'm talking to the the listeners. I hope we have some. Uh, Listening to this on a Tuesday, likely, but we're recording this Monday night. Just minutes ago, the Bears finished off the Patriots 33-14, an eight-and-a-half-point underdog wins outright in Foxborough. Wow, 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 Parley Kid. This was really I mean, this was supposed to be, he was supposed to overtake George Hallis. This was going to be a a cakewalk of a game. You guys had the Patriots in the under on a teaser. I thought nothing looked better, even though I did take the Bears plus the points because they have been a little screwy. What did we just watch? They dominated them on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they did sell over. I think I just said to Harry, 240 yards rushing. Uh, Had no answer for Fields' legs, which obviously, again, his over was simple. I think he was over 42 and a half or 41 and a half. Yeah. I'm kicking myself for not jumping on that. Um, no, they, they dominated the line of scrimmage. Uh, Patriots showed a little fight when Zappi came in. You thought, all right, here we go. Um, and But that was fleeting. And uh, the Bears just yeah. really dominated that second half of football. So I, I don't think you could be surprised with any outcome in the NFL right now, really. I don't, nothing's <laughs> right. Can you really be that surprised anymore? I can't. When this I'm happens, all, they, they have last place alone now for what, whatever it's worth in the AFC East, and they have tied now with the Bears. Not that they're in the, competing in the same division or anything, but that these teams are both three and four. It seemed like such a struggle for the Bears to get their wins, except for tonight. You're right, Paul. Like 243 yards on the ground. And Harry, the big thing with Mac Jones getting what two drives? I think two drives, three for six, 13 yards, an interception, yanked. Zappy comes in, throws a touchdown um, right away. It wasn't a great throw, I didn't think, but everyone went nuts. He ended up 14 for 22 with two interceptions. And now what do you do? Now, aside from just losing by 19 to the Bears at home, you got a quarterback problem. I don't care what they say, they have a mm. problem here. Yeah, they definitely do. And, uh, They've got the Jets next week. Then they get the Bills. Then they get the Jets again. Three straight uh, division games. I mean, letting Fields do whatever he wanted. Uh, Bill Belichick, defensive guru, got torched by by the Bears and Fields with his legs. Amazing. Fields, 82 yards rushing in. Montgomery, 62. Herbert, 62. But, brother, Brian, back to the quarterback. I mean, we were thinking, how weird is that, right? It's weird, right? You got this Bailey Zappi's winning a little bit of what the Cooper Rush offered for Dallas, winning games. Not really, you know, no Joe Montana-like performances out of Zappi. You give Jones, he's coming back. He's healthy as far as we know. They take him out. And then Zappi doesn't look great. You know, they got back in the game, but couldn't couldn't finish the job. That's well, for sure. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's the problem they have now, right? That was a really weird game in that, like, yeah, if you're going to put – if you're going to – go with Zappi, you probably want to start him and just say Mac's still not ready. Now you have a little bit of an issue. Although yeah. the only thing I will say is the way that game played out, I will say Zappi, I mean, look, 
the funny thing is when Zappy comes in, the crowd's going crazy. You know, all the Patriot fans are going nuts all over social media, right? He leads them to two touchdowns, right? Uh, they, yeah. they take the lead there. Um, and then after that, it was nothing. So I, I think now you're, you're kind of, you, you have to go back to Jones. I, I think that they like, didn't score. Yeah. Yeah. They're not score in the second I, half. That's yeah. I think, crazy. yeah, you gotta, you gotta go back to Jones. And I mean, again, it's Jones job to lose. I mean, if he has, if now if Jones has a couple bad games in a row, now maybe you go back to could, Zappy, but right could now. Could we see something we haven't seen in the NFL in a while? But you see it maybe in college a little bit more, maybe where they just go with the hot hand. Like you could see both guys play in a game at some point, um, and see I who guess. gets and see who gets hot. It's possible and sure. see who plays because I I think this is a team that you might see that with. I you know um, we saw it tonight. I mean that man that was a quick hook tonight. I mean if if Jones is your guy, you're going to give him six passes. Yeah, he's obviously. Well, not their guy, uh, yeah. and he was moving around pretty well. So you can't say like it, whatever was bothering him was still bothering him. He was moving around perfectly fine. If anything, his mobility looked pretty it good. So, three rushes, twenty-four yards, and uh, yeah. I, well, I, I think you have you have to think about it a little bit if you're Belichick. This isn't a, a you know. You, I, mean, I heard Aikman after the game. He's like, "There's no question they're going back to Mac Jones." So um, I don't know, man. This is a weird, weird thing now for the Patriots, who I was this, just this morning, Brian, I was saying, oh, plus 170 to make the playoffs. Now I don't know. Now oh. I'm lost. I have no idea. Now I'm back like well, I am with every team. Yeah, I mean, I will say after, right? I mean, besides the Tampa games, right, uh, the last two weeks, this was yeah. right, this was the most, like, odd game, right, in terms of the result, just a beat a beat down by the Bears. And, and like, mm-hmm. I, again, I, I think, look, if that, was, if that came down to the end, and the Bears won right at the end, I'd say, all right, maybe you have a little bit of a quarterback controversy. The fact that they didn't score in that second half, you, you got to go back. Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, well, I guess I did okay out of the four of us. I had the Bears plus the points. You guys had the Patriots by the spread or in a teaser. Uh, we gave out a couple winning props. Harry, you hit a same game parlay? That was pretty yeah. easy. Plus 192, on. yeah. Hit that, uh, hit that basically by uh, before halftime. It was Fields to throw an interception, and what else? Jones under, under pass half, attempts, under attempts, and when he, when you get benched uh, or yanked, yeah, it's hard pretty to easy. Rack up the numbers, right? I had Mooney over forty three and a half yards. He had he in the fifties somewhere. Our first touchdown bet lost again. It was Fields. We usually would have been on that. I, I, I think know. one of us would have had that, but I. I don't know, guys. Maybe we just abandon. I mean, it might just be easier to bet which of us is going to get hit by lightning first. Um, at this point, because we cannot hit that first touchdown no. bet at all to save our lives. Uh, but anyway, people are uh, putting the money down there. Risky bets all over the place. Caesars, six $1,000 plus bets on Bailey Zappi to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, placed during the first half of this game. They're like, wow. ah, we've seen enough. He's going to be the full time quarterback. People went on there. Three thousand dollar bet at sixteen to one. Two thousand dollar bet at twenty five to one. He had fifty to one odds entering the game, and now and then he went down to five to one. I'm not sure. It's not a, like I said. This is over um, like three minutes ago. I don't know, Babyface. If you could pull that number, what he is now, but I don't think it's five to one anymore. But let's talk about Caesars for a second. 
Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino, it's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingAndDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's take a quick break and we will be back to talk about our World Series picks. Wow, right around the corner. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, before we get to the World Series, do wanna, we have our stats in for the week. Parlay Kid, good job by you, 10 and 3, best on the staff. Uh, I went 9 and 4, Jen Piacenti, also 9 and 4, hmm. Eddie Spaghetti, Brother Brian, Kevin Hench at eight and five. So Hench is going to hold his lead. Uh, Megan Connolly, seven and six. And then Harry, Martin, Sheck, Megan Galley, and Will, six and seven. What do you have to say for yourself, Harry? You're very vocal on Twitter about this is the week and take a good look because wow. you're not going to see me in second place again. What's that about? Got to talk Got to talk smack a little bit on Sunday morning. Yeah, look, a bad week. Second week I've had all, all season that was pretty bad. Uh, that's Tampa. The I mean, just like I was telling Darren before earlier, like mm. boy, after this Tampa game, uh, you know, the actually like you mentioned the last two weeks. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, anybody can beat anybody. About the Tampa game. Well, so, no. so Harry was actually. <laughs> so let's Michael. Let's officially count Harry as five and eight for the week. Fine, yeah, really? do that. No, I have no problem with that. No problem at all. Yeah. 
Well, that, that's that, the one that place you had it. Like, yeah, it was a, obviously Darren, a mistake Darren, let's, with let's, Larry let's, picking the Darren, Panthers. So. Darren, you're just, right. Just let's, so let's, people, hold on. So hold people on. know your best bet. No, you hold on because we have to communicate what you're talking about here. Tampa Bay was your best bet of the week, minus 13 and a half. But on the graphic for all to see, you put Carolina. And because you did, you were six and seven. You would have been five and eight. All right, now you go. Okay, yeah. So, so <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs> We'll take. We'll take. Listen. We'll take that one, Darren. No problem, Darren. We'll take that. That take that win away from me. We'll mark it as a loss. And for the last season and seven seven weeks, I will be fifty eight games over five hundred instead of fifty nine. Okay, that's good. All right. right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. And look, you're only as good as your last week here. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We, right. we all had the under, though, in this game. That was uh, oh. just brutal. It's going to be over right away. I was so confident. You know what? Maybe the Bears under. should always play in the points. rain against San Francisco. The game tonight, they yeah, rock right. both games. Arias Field's good. You may have to back off that, too. I just don't like Darren said. I, like Darren said I don't know what happened with the with the Patriots defense. This is so uncharacteristic of them. And it, he it, they let Fields do whatever he wanted. Never seen that before. Brian, he looks better. There are some instances where Told he just you, stays Harry. in the pocket and, and takes a weird sack, you know. But um, yeah, no, man, when he's on the run, when, he's as good as anybody. And uh, I don't know. He's starting to find zip it over the middle too a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's the, when he gets out of the pocket too. Either left or right, he was finding guys all over the place, and he was checking down yeah. to different receivers. You know, he was looking. You know, he was settling on his third. Yeah, receiver rolling side. left, completing passes. So, yeah, he, was, uh, he was all right. Yeah, this was definitely over. Yeah. Overall, this was definitely his best game. Even though, again, like yeah. you look at his passing yard, and you say, all right, there, there was still only what a hundred and. Yeah, he had 179, yeah. 13 to 21. Good. No, he was great for him when he doesn't He was very good. He was very good, I thought. Yeah, I mean, 85.2 quarterback rating. It's like triple what he normally gets. But I, I do I do see some, you know, flashes of brilliance there in Justin Fields a little bit. All right, World Series pick. Astros minus 190. If you like the Phillies, it's plus 170. Game one Friday night in Houston. It's interesting. One and two are... Friday and Saturday, they're off Sunday, and then it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then Thursday, they're off if it gets that far. Mm. And Thursday night is Houston and Philly football game. That's so strange. I don't know. Just one of those quirky days. Harry, if you think it's fixed, do you think that's fixed, really? Maybe it's fixed. Philly's oh. playing Houston. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the Eagles and the Texans. Anyway, I am going because 190 is too high. Astros minus 1.5 plus 120. This is tough. I had them last year, and there's a lot to like about them. They lost, obviously, to the Braves. Mm. You guys all took the Braves, and you're all going against me again. This is weird, but I like this team. They're 7-0 in the postseason. While Altuve, somehow, they 7-0 when he's 2 for 31. It's remarkable um, what they've done. Jeremy Pena has picked it up, 353 in the ALCS. I don't have to tell you Yankee fans what these guys have done, these Astros. Their relievers are incredible. 33 innings between the ALDS and ALCS. Give up only three runs, a .82 ERA. On the other side, Schwarber, Hoskins, Realmuto, Harper. Harper's the man right there. Ten-game postseason hitting mm. streak, batting four nineteen with six doubles, five homers, and 11 RBIs. Schwarber, that's the interesting one, right? Because the first series, he was – I don't even think he got a hit. Yeah. In the first uh, – he was one for 20 with right. like eight strikeouts in the first two rounds. But then uh, he, came, uh, he came back alive. I think he hit 400. Uh, against San Diego. They have Wheeler, who scares me, 178 and four starts, but they're going to have to go Suarez 
or Syndergaard, and that may be where things get dicey also when they go to their bullpen. I think Astros win in six. They get Dusty as title and a Hall of Fame nod. That's my mm. pick. Astros minus one and a half in case they win in five or even sweep. Parley, kid, I'm, I can't believe you American League guys are just um, – you do this to me every year. You go, <laughs> I, I take the Astros and you take the National League team. It's weird. Well, I'm yeah, like I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, 18-year-old uh, me would be rooting for the American League, right? You right. know, that's how it used to be. But mm-hmm. um, there's no allegiance to some of these teams now, especially the Astros. Um, I don't particularly well, find them Well, 18-year-old, didn't, you didn't have the American League team beating your Yankees to get there. Right. I mean, there are a couple of lean years. This is true. For, that, that's very yeah. true. Sal. and, and, you know, more with the interleague play now, there's not, there's not that American right. national league rivalry as well that, mm-hmm. that you've seen now uh, that you used to see. But uh, yeah, I, I look, it's hard for me to root for the Astros. I think, you know, obviously they probably make the most sense to pick, but I, this Phillies team is just hot. Like the Braves were last year at this time. They're just, yeah. Just on fire. They remind me of the Braves from last year. Um, good chemistry. Coach uh, Thompson, former Yankee uh, mm. bench coach, is and third base coach, has really um, got this team uh, rolling. And you know, I was a big, I'm a big Joe Girardi guy, but obviously he wasn't getting it done there. Thompson. Weird that they a, went through a managerial change. I, I forget. I, not you that forget I forgot, about but that, it, right? It doesn't happen a lot. No. Yeah. And uh, this, the team rallied around once Girardi, they didn't like him. Uh, they rallied around Thompson. And really, since that move was made, they were really good. They had a little uh, downslide maybe uh, in August or September, whenever it was. But mm-hmm. they, uh, they've they obviously been hot. I pr- kind of predicted last series that Schwarber would get it going. Uh, and he didn't. He makes that lineup so much better when he's hitting. I really yeah. think, uh, unlike the Astros with maybe Altuve, who probably will get hot here, there's very the, oh, this whole Phillies lineup is kind of in sync right now. There's very few guys that aren't hitting. Wheeler, Nola, good enough in the top two. If you're going to get four starts out of those guys, it might not matter what else you get. Uh, you might just need some decent pitching around that. Let's take the Phillies here, Sal. They're just—I know the Astros haven't lost yet, but like Eddie mentioned uh, in our previous podcast, it's not like the Astros have really hit the cover off the ball here right. uh, throughout the playoffs in these seven games. Um, they've been okay, but the Phillies bats have just been hotter. Let's take the Phils. They're just the, All right. they just seem to have a good good momentum going for them. Harry, you're doing it too. Phillies plus 143. Yeah, like you mentioned, Houston might be uh, undefeated in the playoffs, but Philly is a solid nine and two. Seven of the nine wins by two, two runs or more. Uh, eight of their 11 games, uh, their bats have produced four runs or more, um, at least four or more. 16 home runs in the playoffs, 57 RBIs. Hoskins and Swarber are doing their contribution too. Hoskins was great with a long ball. You mentioned Sal Harper, 419. Uh, 11 uh, extra base hits, uh, five homers. Yep. Pitching-wise, I got confidence in Philly, too. They'll, I think they're going to be tough at home, especially. But uh, And you mentioned Wheeler, who's been really good lately. But Aaron Nola, in his last six starts, four of them he's gone six-plus innings, given up zero earned runs. Yep. And that includes October 3rd, just a little while ago, a game in Houston where he went six and two-thirds, gave up two hits and had nine Ks. Yeah, I'll roll with a plus 170 in the, in the World Series. Sure. 
Well, so I'm an idiot. The truth be told, I'm holding on to. We can go back. I picked the Astros to win the World Series at the beginning of the year, ten to one. I have two hundred bucks on it. So what am I go? I'm going to put more on them. Minus the moron is the uh, correct term there too. Minus one and a half plus you know, one twenty. I should probably just hedge. But uh, so, I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just no. I, I needed to bring a stat out. What do you think the Phillies are hitting in the playoffs so far? What their batting average is yeah, in the playoffs average as a team? Yeah, what would you think? Is it uh, the way you say it? It makes me think that's uh, like close to three hundred or it's over. Only like two twenty, right? Two twenty, two thirty, two thirty-seven. Really? And the and that's the second best average in the playoffs. The Astros are third. Uh, the Toronto was first, but they wow. only played two <laughs> games and they got swept. They don't even count. Houston is third at two twenty-seven. 227 in the playoffs. I, I think this is right. I think I'm looking at this correctly. The Yankees hit 173. Guys like Hoskins are hitting like 180. Like Schwarber's, 180. Like, Schwarber's 200. Yeah, they're, those guys like. Oh, I'm, I'm loading up more on the Astros here. Well, yeah, no, it's no, 27. So, I mean, no, it's. No, but uh, look, you take Harper out of it. If he's hitting 18 for 43, so they're probably down to like 170, 160 then uh, without Harper, right? Phillies? Wow. Yeah, it is. It is messed up. It definitely is. Wow. Um, They've also yeah. got some timely hitting Philly too. Segura batting out of what is batting seventh well, race there. To. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a, like a 290 hitter career wise. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is, is timely hitting if you're batting 220 otherwise. All right, Brian, you're playing it a little safer. You're taking Philly's plus one and a half games, so they only have to win yeah, three games. I'm doing the opposite cash. of you. I, I will be betting right. the Phillies here, too, at plus 170. Look, and I, I'll say this isn't a bet against the Astros because I hate them, even though I, I do hate them. But mm-hmm. I backed the Phillies for three straight series here. They've been good to me. You know, even though seven in a row for the Astros, but the one thing I'll say, and, and you know, this would have been an argument between Darren and Jim, Brother John, as, oh, you yeah. know, even if, if John was around watching baseball still, he'd, this would be an argument, but <laughs> yeah. but right now the NL the NL is much better. The NL has the better teams. You could say they have five of the best seven teams, or maybe even six of the best eight teams mm. when you really look at it. You know, you've won three World Series in a row. I um, mean, Houston. It's funny in the World Series that they've been bad at home. Right? I think they've lost six of their last seven yeah. at home. Um, so yeah, I'm chickening out a little bit here, but you know, uh, anything can happen here, especially when you have Wheeler and Nola going four of the seven games. So. Uh, give me the Phillies plus one and a half, but I'll, I'll well, be taking them at plus one seventy. I'll say that minus one ninety in a seven game series is pretty high. Yeah. Like that's a that's a pretty big favorite as far as baseball goes. And as I'm looking at this, I'm hoping that the Astros split the first two at home. I really am. I'm I'm hoping that uh, Valdez and Verlander could steal one from Nola and Wheeler, um, and then just have to rely on you know the Syndergaard's getting beat or Suarez or something because they are deep. They're so deep this Houston yeah. team. They really are. It's uh, incredible. All right, uh, spaghetti, spaghetti. What do you think? I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna predict spaghetti is rooting, of course, for the Phillies, but um, he thinks the Astros are gonna win. No? Uh, at, yeah, Sal, you know me too too well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Astros are gonna win because uh, they're finally gonna get you know maybe we'll 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 know in a few years a, a non cheating World Series. Um, so they'll, they're due. And then I just think, you know, I, I want to root for Philly to an extent because I hate that city and I hate the people <laughs> from there. and I hate all their teams. Uh, honestly, nice. I wish this world series wasn't even played, but, um, there, it's just not, <laughs> yeah. it's just not going to work out. It's just not going to work out. <laughs> yeah, and, you're right. I think they 
they're going to play it even despite your wishes. Yeah. Oh, I was going to be in trouble if the Yankees played the Phillies. I was just going to, I don't know. I was going to let you guys do all the podcasts yourselves. I, I wouldn't be able to root <laughs> for anyone there. Meatballs, weigh in real quick. You're going to say Astros in six. I do like the Astros minus one and a half games. There you go. See, I know. Do I know mm. my crew or not? Yeah. Uh, Babyface, I don't know. Maybe you sold a, a T-shirt to uh, Kyle Schwaber or something. I'm not. I, I have no idea which way you're going. I, I mean, I can't. This is this is two horrible teams to root for, like Eddie said. And uh, yeah. I, I honestly, I'd rather just it be over quickly. And I don't know. Maybe Houston in five. Yeah. Uh, okay. at, at least we'll get to see Kate Upton celebrate or something like that. I don't know. All right. There you go. We'll take that a little Kate celebration. Um, all right. Let's bet. Listen, the MVP thing is fun. You can put a lot of money. You can spread them out. Let me see who is uh favorite here. Bryce Harper favorite at five to one. Jordan Alvarez, six to one Verlander, nine to one Kyle Schwarber, 10 Jose Altuve hitless or very, very, very low uh, batting average throughout here. 14 to one. Uh, and so on and so forth. I uh, spoke to um, Jen Piacenti after our podcast this morning. Mm. You know, remember, I don't know if you guys remember last year, Sarah Tiana, big Braves fan came on. I gave her a free pick for MVP. She took Jorge Soler uh, at 33 to one and won it. Yeah. Paid out. So I had to go back to the well. It's a different well, but Piacenti favorite team. She likes Alex Bregman. We're splitting an Alex Bregman 16 to 1 yeah, pick there. Are. 43 RBIs now in the playoffs for Bregman, the most wow. all time amongst uh, third basemen. Uh, big go ahead single. I'll have to tell you, Yankee fans, game four, put the Strohs up 6 5. It's only two for 21 in last year's series, but five home runs in the two series before that. I think it's his time. He has 80 World Series at bat. So I'm not going to say the pressure's off, but he's not going to have to deal probably with the nerves a lot of these other players will endure. I'm in with Piacenti, Alex Bregman, 16 to 1. Brother Bry, you have another 16 to 1 player. Yeah, I'm taking Reese Hoskins at 16 to 1. Um, I do like that, so though. I, I mean, if I was betting uh, Houston to win this World Series, I'd also be looking at Bregman yeah. because right now he's very difficult mm. to get out. I mean, just in, in that Yankee series, he seemed impossible. Uh, you know, and I worry a little bit that the week off will slow down some of these bats, but Hoskins got super hot in that Padres series. I mean, four home runs in four games. Hard to believe, you know, with those type of stats, you don't win the NLCS MVP, um, only mm. Harper being hotter. But, you know, I, I like I like those odds when I'm looking at some of these other players. And, but the one thing I will say, if you go back through the list of World Series MVPs, go through this list. All over the place, They're right? Not, I mean, look. What was the last superstar yeah. to win this? I mean, barring like a uh, was it Strasburg? Who was the Nationals pitcher? Did he win? Yeah, you um, had Stra- I mean, you had Strasburg, Baumgartner, yeah. like, but like, yeah, those, yeah, it's those not pitchers, usually the those, you know pitchers. But if you went to a position player, I think I mean I was looking at the list. It seemed like Manny Ramirez was like the last time. Like a true right. star wow. won MVP. Def- go back and look at that list. It, it, looking, who won it when the Dodgers won in the oh, COVID Se- year? I guess Seager. Uh, I mean, Seager, yeah, you could say Seager was the best player on that team. Oh, come on, Brian. What, what kind of argument is this? No, <laughs> all right, yeah, so Seager. Yeah, it's probably mid-range, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but still, in terms of just like, if you go yeah. back, look at the, I mean, I would assume the odds of those guys are. Yeah, there's, there, really you high. might as well take a, a shot on some of these guys, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Solaire, Corey Seager, yeah, Stroudsburg, Steve Pierce for the Red Sox. That was a big one, I remember. Springer, Zobrist, 
Zobris for the Cubs. Yeah. Well, that's uh, why it could, it, could, yeah. it could definitely be like a Guriel or any of those guys, you know, even the bottom right. of the lineup for the Phillies. One of those guys could have, you know, it could be a Stott or something like it's. It could be anybody in the series. Yeah, you're right. I mean, 1972, Gene Tennis. Who the hell was that? <laughs> no, A's catcher. A's, right? Uh, that's right. It's a catch for the A's. That mustache, I remember. All right. Uh, Parley Kid going Schwarber here, huh? I need him to have a series like he did in the, in the uh, NLDS. Yeah, you know, he, he's got hot in this last series. I mean, not super, super hot, but definitely seems to be trending upwards. The Astros, a very right-hand uh, dominant uh, pitching staff, which I think helps Schwarber out a little bit. Uh, batting uh-huh. at the top of that lineup, he's going to get a couple extra at-bats throughout the series compared to uh, the rest of the Phillies lineup. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, uh, either ballpark plays well for him. He could hit it out anywhere, too. So uh, I think Schwarber, I, I think he likes the big lights. I think he likes the big stage. Uh, I'll uh-huh. take Schwarber here, Sal, for MVP. Uh, I think he continues his hot run here and maybe even gets a little bit hotter uh, in this series. All right. And how are you going with the uh, Vegas zone? Bryce Harper. Right, right. Uh, I did like Brian. Brian, I do like Hoskins. I think the value there is nice at 16 to 1. But I'm going to yeah. take Harper at 5 to 1. Uh, favorite, even though Houston's a minus 190. Uh, favorite for the series. I think that's a little interesting. And, and uh, Harper's been on oh. fire basically since... I called him out on that Friday pod before the playoffs oh, here we started go. to finally do something in the postseason. He's killing the ball. Sal, you said 419, 18 hits in the playoffs, 11 extra bases, 11 RBIs. Hmm. Uh, I think it's his time. Did you call him out? Did finish. you say now's your time to do something? Or did you say that guy stinks? He's never going to no, be a postseason player. I called player. him out saying it was his time uh, to do something. It was his time to do something. And I think hmm. World Series champ, MVP, uh, he finally gets it done. It's his time. Uh, and uh, Darren, one of our one of our guys who calls in on the Spotify show and um, and is a big fan of our show, uh, Mike Donahue, huge Phillies fan. So, uh, um, oh yeah, yeah. videos. All right, all right, all right. I like Man. it, Harry. If you're a Braves fan, you can't. Re- oh, you're not really a Braves fan. All right, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. All right, so Bregman for me, Schwaber for Parley Kid, Hoskins sixteen to one for Bry and Harper. For Harry. Yeah, Harper, I got to say, is it me or are lefties hitting for power the opposite way better than ever before? The the, the good ones, right? I just feel like like Jordan Alvarez and, and Harper, they just know how to, and like, you know, when Lindor's batting lefty, I don't know, maybe it's just something I haven't noticed, but it really looks like intent rather than just nope. just clearing it. No? Nope. Nobody's right. better at softball bat, being a right-handed batter uh, <laughs> going to right field than Darren, right? Uh, all right. Better. Well, I did it the other way, but not for pre- power. I, yeah. I was best at hitting a de- ground ball to deep, 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 deep short. I mean, no, who was better than me at the point? And I could probably throw a football 30 yards or so. <laughs> Spaghetti, you want, to jump, you want to jump in with that? I know. Just set that up because we're going to talk about it a lot on uh, – on extra points tomorrow, but Sheck issued a challenge. I know he's trying to get this decathlon uh, right. thing going for extra points, right? He's obsessed with doing like an Olympic style event for, you know, EP network wide and uh minus three. The first episode this week, we had Megan Connolly on Megan Connolly. So the original premise was Dave wanted Megan to stop running marathons. He said, there's no reason to do that. Like, you know, you're <laughs> out of college, just quit up running. Um, and it got on to Dave's then just, 
casually saying Dave, whose body's constantly broken down that he could throw a football further than anyone on this network. <laughs> and I fell out of my chair. Cause I was like, you did not even play high school football. Like I could for sure do it. I made the comment that like I started to hit midfield from the goal line on my knee and uh, it kind of spiraled out so that I'm sure tomorrow we'll have a lengthy debate, but uh, we <laughs> talked about it all fair. I mean, I think at, if you said there's 15 people at EP, mm. like I think, like you said, checks probably in the bottom three to five. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think that's the bet we need to make. You don't need to be throwing from your knees because that could end up oh, being embarrassing. You. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out like how, I mean, that's tough. It's a tough trajectory to get there. Paul, kid, you think you would be top two? Um, Will Blackman's involved too, not a quarterback, but yeah, oh, former player. I, it doesn't matter. Blackman would. I, I if I had a, if I could warm up and uh, practice, yeah. you know, you know, I my my arm uh, thrown so many pitches at batting practice throughout my life. Thou, you know, tens of thousands yeah. of pitches. My arm is a little stale. It's a little. It's a little worn. But I think I could still get the ball close to fifty yards on a good hmm. day. Really? All right. Day. You know yeah. what? I'm going to post that video of Parley Kid doing just that, hitting me for what was that? It was like seven or eight years ago? No, yeah, it was more probably now, more right? like 35, 40 yards, but I, was, I wasn't even trying. That was probably there was so many people around. So that was probably yeah, eight, nine. It was more years ago. Probably more, nine. Right? Probably, yeah. It was 2012. Yeah. I could beat Chad. Not that I'm uh, gifted, uh, you know, normally, but I just think throwing the ball around with the kids, I was trying to figure this out. I think I throw probably 20 a day all year football passes, not 40 yard passes, but so that that's what, like almost 7,000. Um, and, uh, and when we go to the beach and we do go for record, so I can beat Sheck. Well, what do we, I think we could all beat Sheck. What do we think Sheck could throw? Like how far are we thinking he could throw? Like I he can know. throw, he can throw. I've seen him yeah. throw. We went to Cowboys game. Like Sheck could definitely throw, but I mean, he's just, I, so why I've did seen- you challenge him on one knee then? Why did you, why would you do that? Because I've worked with him since 2016, and I've seen him sometimes hobble through the the halls of the NFL bent over, like because of his back was just that bad. There's no way this <laughs> right. guy is gonna hit, like beat me in a throw. I have All right. plenty of inches on him. Like I, I'm a bigger guy. It's just easier for me to throw the ball. <laughs> I know, but and when you're on your knees, you know, I don't think you're bigger. All right, we'll, we'll have to check it out. All right, but uh, Babyface, what are you thinking here? I feel bad for Eddie. This is in for a long season because it, when the Steelers are bad, if this is what he's talking about, make believe decathlons, and we're in for a long season. <laughs> You're right. The Penguins are winning, though, right? That's not great. Not, right. it, uh, not really. They lost six. No? They lost six three. Oh, they did. Yeah. Were they winning they were, today? They were up I thought they Nothing. I think. Oh, good. Oh, good. That's good news. Oh, he's going to want to do this decathlon tomorrow. All right, let's take a quick break. Then we'll uh, talk some NBA. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, uh, last week went, went over the, all the major awards there in the NBA as we're now uh, a full week in there. We did uh, MVP. We did our champs. What else did we do, guys? We did over-under wins. We did uh, all sorts of stuff. And right now there's a couple of categories we'll hit each week. Best regular season record. They pulled it now. We're doing this Thursday night. I'm going to go Suns plus 675. Uh, at 51, this is regular season record. 51 wins two years ago, 64 last year i don't know i just look you know when you pick something like this you look all right who's gonna have who at the top is gonna have more guys sitting isn't that really what you're asking here and i think like the warriors will sit more i know chris paul's yeah. 37 they'll, they'll they'll be careful with him but they you know they got uh ayton on the contract what happened ayton the, the pacers off made an offer the suns matched it right yeah, yeah um, it was like 100, so he's on the contract. 122 million and suns matched. yeah Booker was extended. He's doing well. They already have four guys averaging double digits. Uh, Cam Johnson, Mikal Bridges, who was second defensive player of the year. They re-signed Bismack uh, Bayabo, and they got uh, Damian Lee in a trade. And they're well coached. This is amazing. 53-0, and Parlay Kid, when leading, entering the fourth quarter last year. That's wow. astounding. That's what? a sign of a well-coached uh, team, That's Monty incredible. Williams. I, I yeah. didn't know that. That's nuts. Yeah. And, you know, they had 64 wins, which was the most by eight. Eight is substantial over Memphis. I know John Morant got hurt, but they, they were winning without him. So yeah. I think they keep it going. Sounds best uh, regular season record, plus 675. Harry, you agree with me? Yeah, and look, look what you mentioned. Suns had 64 wins. Uh, Golden State, it doesn't matter to them where they finish, really. They proved that they could do it. They can win the championship if they don't. Yeah. If they finish first, it doesn't matter to them if they don't finish first. It's fine with them. Uh, like you mentioned, Sal, great starting cast. They have a solid bench. Booker's killing it earlier this season, getting 32 points per game, shooting 53, 53% from the field and 53% from three-point range. And you mentioned Bridges. I think he's going to be defensive player of the year this year. He's he's that good. Uh, Suns, a plus one, 675. Best record. I like it. The only thing that stinks about this is I wish we could actually see it. You're right. You're right. You don't know who's going to sit for, for playoff positioning. Who doesn't want to play the eight seed? Maybe yeah. the Lakers are terrible, but then they get hot for the last month and nobody wants to play them as a, in a one eight or that happens with the Clippers. If you know, if Kawhi gets injured again, but then it's yeah. coming back. So you really, cool. there are some weird things uh, to factor in there. There's also, you know, in the Western Conference, there are some really bad teams, and Suns took total advantage of it last year. I expect yeah. them to do it again this year with Oklahoma State, Sacramento, Houston, and you mentioned the Lakers being really bad. Suns destroyed all of them last year. Yeah. All right. So, Parley Kid, you're going Bucks. I think that line. I think that was about seven fifty or somewhere in there, plus seven fifty. I thought I saw for the Bucks. Yes, yeah, Sal, the Bucks. Um, you know they have the single greatest force in the NBA, and, and Giannis. I mean, he really, really is unstoppable. I, I don't. There's no player that can really match up with him. I think the mm -hmm. Bucks kind of learned a valuable lesson in the playoffs last year. 
you know, when they kind of, you know, 51 wins last year, um, didn't really, that, that didn't get it done for them in terms of uh, come playoff time. They rested Giannis. Like maybe he was you know, probably legit resting of him. But I think this year maybe uh, they might be looking at getting a, a, a top seed as, with a little bit more importance. So playing uh-huh. a little harder each game. Middleton is uh, should be back here soon, right? As, he hasn't played yet for them, yeah, right? No, he should be Middleton. back. No. He should be back I mean, any should, day, But though. he should be back pretty soon. Next which, week, I thought. Which I saw, only yeah. helped, right? I think uh, I knew he was going to come back at the start of the season. But um, I think once he's in the fold, it just makes them that much better. I think I think what with uh, – and Giannis, the one thing with Giannis is he seems uh, like to be a super-focused player that wants uh-huh. to win – championships right so when he's on the floor i think you almost get his uh best on a nightly basis and he can carry this team so i'll, I'll roll with the bucks there sal at p- yeah uh, plus 750 look great team um you, you say nightly basis you just have to figure out how many nights right because what did he said 15 last year at 67 at least, at least they right? a 50, he had 67 yeah. starts what I think, so, so. okay yeah, so I mean that's and you know that's almost average I know for some of these superstars yeah, he plays so damn he plays so hard so uh, obviously two and zero oh, uh, off to a good start there um, to start to uh, begin the season. All right, Bry, you're going. Uh, what do you say, Bucks or well, say yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I like the I do like the Bucks too, just because I think like Darren was saying, I think you know Giannis knows how important this is, and plus you know getting Middleton yeah. back eventually they'll get Connaughton back. Ingles, I'm not sure eventually they'll come back, but that could be a little bit later in the season. But like odds mm-hmm. wise. I mean, I don't have them in front of me right now, but Grizzlies had to be at least, they had to be between 15 and 20 to one, right? Uh, yeah, and, and, I think they were around that. I thought yeah, I saw 16, I mean, but, you know, but yeah, there were, there were second second most wins last second year. Second most wins but, last year, second best rate at 56. They're still on the rise. Uh-huh. You know, the thing is, look, they're going to get Jackson back eventually, even though I'm not the biggest Jackson fan, but defensively, he really helps them. Uh, yeah. Space the floor for them too. And, I think he should be back probably, you know, or, you know, within the next month. And and the thing is they get, right. they get a lot of things out of other people. The guy Aldama, who's in his second year, you know, is holding down the fort while Jackson is, is out. So they're getting contributions for other people. I really like the coach. Um, they're going to play hard for the most part. They're going to play hard every night. And again, we saw how well they did even without rent last year. So, you know, they're a team that if the other teams start, you know, wrestling guys, if the Clippers rest guys, if the Warriors rest guys, you know, if the yeah. Suns take a little bit of a dive uh, this season, then, uh, you know, you get some good value there. Yeah. So I thought we'd go over the Pacific and the Atlantic uh, divisions too. Um, so Pacific, I, we don't have to speak much more, but I have the Suns. Uh, Bri, you taking the Suns also at plus 215? Oh, yep. Jeez. Harry, you're taking the Suns. Parley kid, I think you got confused there. Yeah, you got no, yes. <laughs> you know, that the Atlantic <laughs> Sal, I'm telling you that this Knicks team, I I'll, I would ride with the Celtics. Who, 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 who the Celtics. Uh, Suns? Okay. You're going Suns in the Pacific? Oh, in the uh, in the Pacific. Yeah, yeah. Just Pacific uh, right now. Yeah. I, you know what, Sal? I think the Suns just because I don't know how much the regular season really means to the yeah. Warriors, you know? Yeah, right. Um I think the Warriors are like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll win like 53, two games and we'll be fine. Yeah. Like, they so could, then you just, then it's just the Clippers is the only other team. I don't like the Clippers. I know you, I know you like the Clippers every year. I just don't like the Clippers. I, I don't, yeah. 
I don't think they're. I don't think one. I don't think they're I, I, near one of the top teams in that division. Dara, in I that think, division. I don't think they have the great West. chemistry. They don't have great chemistry like the Suns do. I know it's only one game, but the Suns on Sunday night dominated the Clippers in LA. I think the Camerons on the Suns too. Johnson and Payne are really good role players too that fit the Suns' uh, needs. Yeah. Uh. All right. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, you know, you think I like the Clippers, you know, a lot of like some baby face Joel Solomon loves the Clippers. I mean, he buys, I don't know what he did. He bought like 10 games. And then I tell him and meatballs and spaghetti the other day, I forgot we had a podcast. This was Thursday night. I said, Hey, uh, our buddy Henry has two tickets to the Clippers Lakers and Babyface is like, Oh, I'll take them. And I'm like, don't you have, how much Clippers can you watch? What did they look like? <laughs> baby face? Did they look good to you? He ended up going. First of all, it, it was a Laker game, technically. So it was a Laker so you don't home get game. Those. So I don't, you don't get, get those. those uh, oh, okay. But uh, no, they look incredible. Kawhi can. I, I just love that he can do any anything that he wants. He <laughs> he he's like Harry. He just can move oh. and get to his spot. He doesn't have like a <laughs> shot. His shot is whatever he wants to do with the basketball, and he's just incredible to to watch live. Now that said. I don't know if he doesn't play, then the Clippers are in big trouble. So yeah, all right. So they're two and one. Warriors two and one. Suns two and one. Uh, after uh, just a few games, they, wait. Who played tonight? Did they? Um, none of those teams played tonight, did they? I can't even see. Uh, this is not the Warriors, not the Suns. The four zero actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Simmons. The four no, they're three and zero, right? They won't, oh no, they'll be four zero. Yeah, Portland? you're right. Portland, yeah. I mean, he made. Oh God. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna challenge the uh, the seventy three win record here, and we took them to not make the playoffs. It's ridiculous. They're up one thirty to one hundred eight on the Nuggets. Simmons had us take them to not make the playoffs. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, and the Bulls upsetting the Celtics is big, but I still have the Celtics to. Uh, we'll go Atlantic now. I have Celtics plus one hundred five. Harry, yeah. you have that as well, right? Yeah, I think they're a deep team. I like the addition of uh, point guard Malcolm Brogdon. I think that's gonna relieve some pressure off of White and Smart. And just, I know it's, again, early in the season, but Tatum and Brown together again look great. Again, they're averaging 60, 13, and 14 over, like, four games. I think the Celtics are just a deep team, and they're going to be there. You know they are. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bri, who do you like in the uh, Atlantic? Uh, I like the 76ers, uh, you know, at plus 320. You know, I, I do like the Celtics team. I think it's a little bit too early with those odds at plus 105 to just jump on them and say they're going to run away with the division. They've... They've looked mortal mm. the last two games. Uh, I do like Brogdon in that lineup for them, gives them some depth. But, you know, they're going to still miss Robert Williams, right, for two or three months. I, I think uh, that still eventually catches up to them a little bit. Uh, you know, mm. I'm not as down on the 76ers yet. I, I still think, you know, it'll take some time. You know, tonight they look they looked absolutely fine against the uh, lo- lowly Pacers. But at plus, yeah. plus 320, I think these odds start, you know, they're going to get jumbled a little bit. That's probably, that might be as good as you're going to get for a little while. Yeah. All right. Parley kid, give us the, your central pick. I, I don't know why you're, you're not <laughs> going by the homework assignment here, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, I think I was thinking <laughs> conference, but we, uh, I yeah. think we did that already. Um, no, the Celtics, uh, I don't, there's something about the construction of the uh, Sixers team. I don't love and the Nets team that I don't love. Uh, I know Harden basically uh, was one assist from a, a, a triple double tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think on a nightly basis, I, I don't know. I, I think it's always going to be, for some reason, a little bit of a chemistry issue there. I think the Celtics will have better chemistry than any team in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, heck, 
I think the Knicks might be the second best team in that division. I was just going to so, say, well, put your Knicks. I know you think they're going to win like 50 games, right? Well, I, I, I'm not sure about 50, but uh, no? uh, right. mid 40s, uh, very possible. You're two and very, one, Parley kid. You're playing 667 ball. You can't keep it really up. That's uh, you know, win 54 games in this. Uh, yeah, probably the, probably uh, should have beat Memphis. Probably should have beat Memphis too, Darren. You're right. Yeah. What's that, Aaron? They could have beat Memphis. should have beat Memphis. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I guys, fun game. Jalen Brunson is not a superstar, but he is as I solid agree. as they come. That guy, <laughs> man, is yeah. he a solid ball player? By the way, Obi Toppin had like four alley oop dunks tonight. Like, wow, uh, I'm looking like, at it now. It, 10 points, 10 points nine. in like 12 minutes. I mean, you got to send that to our friend Alec, a plus uh, nine. We're not going to see that again. Oh. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he they, loves the plus minuses. If RJ Barrett. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He, I know his numbers looked okay tonight, but it, it, he was atrocious for the first two and a half, three quarters tonight. Mm. If he can be the player the, that I think he should be on, you know, on his in his third year now, whatever it is, yeah, uh, the Knicks would be really good. It's really, it's really Barrett because Randall's off to a really good start this year. But Celtics yeah. are winning that division. I agree with Harry. All right. There you go. Uh, so we'll hit on some more NBA. We haven't had coach of the year or defensive player of the year, but we'll uh, we'll get a better. So boy, Zion didn't play again. Is he out or did he? What happened today? I need him to win this. Well, they didn't play today, did from, they? They didn't play. I thought did he? What were they saying? He's out tomorrow. He's oh yeah. I think I was looking at right playing tomorrow, uh, picking them tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. crap. All right, all right. So that's that. Hey, uh, we didn't get to it this morning. But let's do it now. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. Run the music. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right. It was me, it was Parley Kid, and Brother Bry, and only Brother Bry you were watching because this stupid UFC card, which was a great card, ran during the, in, in the day. Where was it? Abu Dhabi was, where was it? Yeah. Was it overseas? It was overseas, yeah. right? So it ran in the middle of the day. Peter Eon, talk to us, Bry. Yeah, I had, uh, look, Parley Kid gave that out on his, his uh, I think that was his yeah. Sharp Tank, he had it on a parlay. And we all had. He said he had this in his sight for a year and I a half. I will say we did. Right? Seemed like it. Darren and I talked about this like right as soon as those odds came in. Like, wow, I can't believe it. He's not like minus seven hundred in this fight against O'Malley. Even though O'Malley's been a good fighter, we just haven't you know seen him uh-huh. uh, fight so well. But uh, you know, fight the the level of competition. I will say. So I I had Jan all over pretty much every parlay. I had Jan in parlays from like I was looking at it from back to <laughs> I don't know the beginning of Same. beginning of August, the, the Bo Jackson days, beginning yeah, of August right. at least when these odds first came out. That and I forgot. And you know, like you were saying before, with some of your bets where you just double up. I mean, I was tripling up. I, I mean, I had him all over the place. Mm. And that fight. Look, I'll be honest. I thought O'Malley fought great. I'll give him plenty mm-hmm. of credit. But I will say, I still had it closer to Jan winning 3 nothing than I did O'Malley actually winning that fight. Now, I will say, they, mm-hmm. you know, Jan had like six minutes of control. The striking was pretty close. O'Malley was a little bit better striking. But I will, UFC is now, they've gone to this thing where if you get control, but you're not, you know, landing a ton of strikes, now that doesn't, doesn't, count, doesn't count as much. 
but it's not, you know, it's never consistent. There has to be some consistency there, but it's not like, it's not like he just took him down and just laid on top of him the whole time. It wasn't that type of fight. I just thought it was a very even fight on their feet, right? They both hurt each other on their feet. And Mm -hmm. then Jan just controlled, controlled it on the mat. Now I'm not going to say it's the worst decision of all time, but uh, to me, I just was like, all right, I, I had assumed he won the fight. And going to the scorecard, Sal, I had said the live odds going to the scorecards, he was minus 850. He was wow. minus 850. When, That's all you need when to do know. You see that? That's when crazy. do you see that? Right. So again, so I lost all over the place. And it's, and, and again, I almost forgot half of the bets I had uh, uh. with him on it. So. I was checking that furiously because I had him too, and the parlor kid had him in his best bet and uh, his sharp tank pick. And I, you know, I saw that too. I saw, I actually saw six hundred. But if you say eight fifty, uh, you know, while they were gathering the scores, yeah. that's insane. Um, I did see Teddy Atlas say he thought it could be a draw. That's the only thing. But you're right, the riding time they have to figure out. It's not going to be like college wrestling where if you get to a certain time, you get the points automatically, the differential. Yeah. But they do have to. They do have to be a little more consistent. Meatballs. Who did you say you you thought Jan won that? I thought. I think you thought he won t- worse, better than twenty nine, twenty eight. I mean, I thought twenty nine, twenty eight was fair. Uh, but I, you know, it could yeah. have been thirty, twenty seven. But um, unlike Brian, I actually did think it it could be the worst decision of all time. Wow. Uh, wow. I think you know across the board between every media member and current UFC yeah. fighter, everyone had. Um, Jan winning. So oh, well, if Brian yeah. m- uh, Brian would have won my my uh, UFC theory of five inch reach, Brian O'Malley, you win easy. Yeah, no. they never figured that into the odds. Uh, you really stumbled across something crazy yeah. here. Uh, all right, but uh, so now, Harry, your bet ache is someone you're picking to win MVP, but you're gonna you're uh, gonna mf him here, right? Well, I know. Yeah, I mean, look on on Saturday, uh, Caesars offered same game parlays. So on Saturday with Fal- Bailey Falter pitching for the uh, uh, for the Phillies, I thought this was the game where home runs could be hit. Home runs could be hit. There's going to be runs scored. And I was right. And I, so I, I did a same game parlay on Caesars. Three players to hit a home run. $16.71 parlay to win $1,900. First off, I have Manny Machado hits a home run in the first. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Got a home run right off the bat. That's good. We'll just see how it goes. In the fifth, Juan Soto hits one. So now I, I got half the game left. It's 8-6 <laughs> at the time. Maybe this is going to be a a 12-11 a, a game where there's more. Yeah, there were more home runs. I mean, Schwarber hit one in the sixth. Riamuto hit one in the seventh. Hoskins, who I considered, had two in the game. But I took Bryce Harper to hit a home run, and he doubles deep right in the first. He doubles in the fifth. And I don't get the home run. And then he hits the home run that puts the Phillies in the World Series on Sunday in the eighth. And I cash for nothing. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I gave it. I I gave it a shot. And like I get two by the fifth. Who says I'm even going to get one? I get two by the fifth. Right. And I get two more at bats. And I'm just, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. I don't think you should quit. You can't quit. (laughs) You can't quit gambling. I mean, can, you got to stay with it, Harry. It's going to come to you. Wow, that was really close. All right, run the music there, Meatballs. When a bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bad egg It's a bad egg It's a bad egg 
All right, there you go. So we went over uh, that crazy uh, Patriots loss. We did some NBA. Um, Babyface, what are you saying here? Uh, it's it's just such a shame. The, the Colts have never recovered from Andrew Luck retiring, just like Harry never recovered from moving to Vegas instead of taking that CNN internship. That's true. Just, <laughs> Harry, you should call and see if that job is still up, up for grabs. Joel, I know, Maybe Joel I, I know when I sent you the info on Saturday, you're rooting for me, Joel. You're rooting for me. Oh, no don't, one, don't no one it. comes up. If if only this would have happened, like Harry, like if it's just so close. Yeah, oh, I know. Oh, and then you want to throw in a, bo- a throw, throw in a bonus, Sal? I had another parlay paying four hundred. I needed Cronenworth for an RBI. I got everything hit by the fourth inning on this on the same game parlay. <laughs> need Cronenworth for an RBI. I don't get there. Either. All right. Well, you either need better luck or you need these games to go like uh, 17, 18 innings is the way I see it. I don't know. The, the math isn't But really, call follow up on an in- internship. See if it's <laughs> yeah. there. Right. You should call. That would be a funny That would be a funny call. <laughs> like, hey, I was supposed to fill this position. I was wondering if CNN um, doesn't even have sports anymore. That's true. It's Fred Hickman and uh, Nick Charles. Yeah, they're waiting for you. They're waiting for you to come back. (laughs) Right now, Jen Piacenti's running their sports department, right? (laughs) CNNSI. Uh, All right, so there you go. That's uh, that'll do it again. Babyface, what happened? You sold a T-shirt to one of the players that was kicked out today. I just realized that because I uh, his name was on a shirt that I I sent Mike Purnell on the Bears. Oh, yeah. 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 Played for the Chiefs and the Jets. And uh, huh. who knew? Who knew? Yeah. And you I, sold I him a t shirt? Yeah. <laughs> His uh, Instagram, I guess I can give it Black Caviar Vintage. What was it? What yeah, was the shirt, not? Joel? Yeah. Um, I guess it was a uh, an anime shirt, apparently. That I got. That <laughs> goes on with you yeah. people. So I really, you know, we should just do podcasts all day long because I, I, don't, I don't trust what goes on outside of this. You're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> Someone animate shirts to pro players, <laughs> second rate players. All right, uh, all right, that's it. We will be back uh, Thursday morning and then Thursday night. We're gonna go back at it again. We'll be on Spotify Live Thursday night for Bucks and Ravens. Who I thought they, they were probably. Oh man, Amazon's probably salivating when they got that. Um, figured out in April whenever they came out with the schedule. Now, maybe not so great, but we'll be there to take you through it, at least the late third and fourth quarter. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, for Eddie Spaghetti, for Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-